0: Am I wrong, woo, for thinking we could be something for real? Now, am I wrong for trying to reach the things that I can't see? (laughs) Well, that's the feelings of hitmakers Nico and Vinge. And if it's what I thought to myself when I had to ask the clerk at Met Foods to reach the organic toilet paper they keep on the top shelf, then this must be Dale Radio. And I, of course, am your host, Dale Seaver, and you're listening to another episode of Some Things I Enjoy, coming to you, as always, from the foul banks of the Gowanus, only today... (laughs) Here we are in a bustling cafe, aren't we? Rem- uh, uh, Reminds us of being in Paris somewhere. I'm here in the company of one of my favorite comedians and actors, a gigantic talent who I've always wanted to have on this program. Please welcome Megan Nuringer.
1: Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> it's great
0: to we're just talking into a little foam square, aren't we?
1: <laughs> we are in the middle of my favorite French cafe near my apartment, and it is it is not the most crowded it's been, but it's bustling today. And um, thank you for meeting me on, on in my space on my terms.
0: Absolutely, that's what it takes sometimes <laughs> with yeah. some gals. And uh, of course, we're enjoying some uh, macaron, macaroon, macahon.
1: Yeah, I think I it's the yeah.
0: proper French saying of that.
1: If you feel like you're hawking a loogie, then you probably have the correct pronunciation. <laughs> oh, that's right.
0: And uh, we're we're whispering uh, conspiratorially into the microphone, so this is going to be a special episode, but uh, and Megan, you're. you're I, but I wanted to have you on here, as I said for a while, even if you here, dishes and people talking and the sound of a latte machine, I wanted to get you on here, because I feel like this is a moment uh, for you, and that uh, you're also, uh, you may uh, disappear quickly, is it true that you're uh, moved, not in a bad way, not well, in a scary way?
1: <laughs> I do, I do, I, <laughs> no, I do turn ever- into a vapor. No one when I'm humiliated.
0: No, I gather you're moving to LA.
1: Um, well, yes. Uh, if depending on the people that you ask, uh, I am. Yes. But um, depending on other people, I'm sort of not. But I'm always. I've been moving to LA for like the last two years. I'm bi-coastal actually, so okay. I. All I right. am there frequently.
0: You're comfortable with that.
1: Um, I haven't fully given up my New York place. Yeah. So I kind of spend a lot of time in LA. Um already but I don't have a permanent place there yet, which is uh, just kind of inevitable that it's happening. Well I, uh, <laughs> it breaks my New York heart <laughs>
0: oh. Well you can always come back. That's the thing.
1: Yeah but but if you move to LA and you come back to New York yeah. and it's not so it's not to buy like a huge gorgeous apartment or because you have work, you're a failure right. just kidding no, just kidding. <laughs> Just Ah. kidding, I don't believe that.
0: Well, listen, I was was out there for a time myself. We'll talk about some of that, but uh, uh, it's just that I get the sense, and I want to kind of stay with this, uh, that this is a Megan Neuringer moment. You can tell when somebody, I've been producing shows for a long time, and you can see when somebody's about to break. I caught Ah. you the other night on that uh, ampersand midnight. Over on the Comedy Center
1: Oh <laughs> And you
0: were terrific And just This had such great presence On the screen Oh that's
1: very Adler, sweet And <laughs>
0: uh, just whip smart As usual too uh, Did you win? You won
1: I won It was my third time On the show Dale, yeah, I don't like to correct A charming host But it, the yeah. show's called At Midnight At Midnight Sorry uh, It's okay And um,
0: That's yes, what that symbol is
1: It's a little ad symbol If you're part you used of used to the call
0: d- it ampersand
1: Oh an ampersand I thought is that other symbol Is so, that the and? Yes that's an ampersand. Yes.
0: Well, we're getting into it now. Yeah. This is some knowledge. Uh, I
1: mean, keep up with the tweet generation. It's an at.
0: <laughs> it's an at.
1: Yeah. Ampersand. Now if I'm saying
0: an I'm going to I'm going to be at a location that has a Twitter handle. Am I? Do I need to say at before at?
1: Sort of. Yes. Uh, yeah. So what you might want to do is spell out the word at and then put at. Symbol, yeah, the Twitter name.
0: My goodness. Isn't it confusing a little bit?
1: I mean, everybody who already knows all this just died of boredom, but for you and I, this was a great <laughs> experience. Yeah, it was a great the other people
0: in I'm the But now uh, you were on there three times and yeah. you won it.
1: I won this last all three time. Three
0: times? No. This, just to lose
1: this, one. this I No, I had to earn it.
0: What a victory, though. It was fun, yeah. Well, Did you get something for that?
1: Oh, just like pride. For a a mere moment.
0: Invitations to podcasts.
1: Yes. And generally, uh, if you you have a fun show, you get to go back. I'll probably be back on the show again soon.
0: Well, I I hope so. We're all hoping so. And it's just that I can see, though, when somebody's going to have a... I was there for a a performance, Casey Wilson. Oh, okay. I saw her at the UCB. Within days, she was on SNL. I said, this gal's got it. We went over there to that birds place next to UCB. Oh, right. And that chicken. I was going to do it. And then she was on SNL, then she wasn't. But she's done other great things.
1: She's hilarious. She's one of the funniest comedic actresses ever. She's Um, correct. I hope that you're like a psychic uh, medium for when people are about to get more work. I don't know that I need to get famous, but I would. I really need a job, guys. (laughs) It's going to happen. Oh, good. Yeah, I hope
0: so. So so I want to, but I do want I want to just understand what this moment is like for you, because I've had many women and many therapists say, stay in the moment, Dale. So I want to stay in this moment and understand, what does this feel like to you?
1: Um, oh, it's funny, because, like, uh, I feel like I picked a career that I talk about that is, like, feels masochistic. Yeah. It's... It comes with, you know, massive amounts of rejection and you self-identify with your work more than you would if you were doing data entry. It's like I you in a creative field and you're like when you don't get a role or sell something you wrote or submit a writing sample to something and you don't get hired, it's like that was your creativity that they rejected. That's right. you. It's
0: you. Yeah.
1: So it's like extra brutal. Yes. Um, and then also, you know, part of the reason that you would put yourself in that position is because you're desiring this like external validation, that then you internalize and validate yourself. So, I'm at a place where now I'm no longer taking the rejection personally, yeah. which feels very comfortable now. Congratulations. And but also I have to realize like you saying like you're about to go and getting compliments feels really good, but I can't take that seriously either, yeah. because other. You can't just say like I'll only believe the good press and not the negative, or I'll. You just I am feeling fulfilled by my work right now, for its own sake, not because someone likes it or doesn't like it.
0: But I do. But that's a wonderful place to that's be. That's
1: probably why I'm doing better. Yeah. It's <laughs> that's probably like the reason comment. why things are going better that's than they've a, ever gone, because like I'm enjoying it for its own sake. That's right. Yeah.
0: and you're not putting all those external pressures right. good or bad right. on yourself well it's, it's, it's tremendous oh
1: thanks and
0: uh, um, you know it, there is a sense that whatever was holding you back the broken broken freedom things are shaking out
1: well also like you have to, uh, you know I don't know if I totally ascribe to like the 10,000 hours but like I, yeah. I think that if I did hit a place where it's like I know how to be good now consistently yeah. And that took, like, a lot of time and practice. Right. It took, like, it, I think any comedian will say, like, it does... Some comedians, it might take, like, two years or four years for them to really find their voice and what they're really good at, but it took me many more years yeah. to figure out, this is the place where this is what I have to say, and this is how I like to say it, and this is my tone and my voice, and now it can be more consistently good.
0: And it's... I For me, it is... I'm the same way. I see the young people come up, and I... God bless you. <laughs> That's wonderful, and not that you're not young, I'm just, you're a young person as well. Oh, I was going to say I'm not that young. Just but I mean, but we have had a few more years in there, and there, there is this. I would rather have the moment happen for me at this point in my career, in my life, and where myself of sense, sense of self, than earlier, because right. I wouldn't have been ready for it. Right. People? I mean, the the who I am is not. It would then have been packaged for me rather than I have a little bit more agency to say what I want to
1: do. People say that, you know, like, I think about that a lot. Like, oh, if that had happened you know, like, five years ago or seven years ago. And I'm not saying it's happened. Like, I still don't feel like I'm where I want to be, but it's cool that you right. think that. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Like, what did I, would I have been, like, a douche or would it not have been good? But, like, yeah. I don't know. I would have liked it. I had some yeah. I had some struggling years where, I mean, i remember going into my therapist and feeling like on the verge of quitting so many times yeah. and having her actually say like then quit you're not made for this if you can't be resilient enough then this isn't for you yeah. and that made me cry so hard and i was like fuck and that and then i like enrolled in an acting class cuz i was like oh i guess i just don't want to feel bad anymore so i just need to up my skill set sure yeah so it was good you
0: know i had uh, many years in the wilderness Most of them in L.A. Those are kind of the forgotten years for me. After the divorce, I was down there on my own, beating around, seeing what's going on, catering.
1: Oh yeah, I was a cater waiter. Oh yeah. Yeah, when I uh, right after college.
0: It's a lovely way to get to know a city or a place, isn't it? You go to a lot of uh, you go to a lot of places.
1: I did a lot of celebrity cater waitering. I catered many celebrity parties. I worked for this, uh, I worked for City Bakery.
0: Oh yeah, they, they do a lot.
1: And of they do a lot, of, so I did a lot of the Vanity Fair photo shoots.
0: Man, that's pretty good.
1: And Eva uh, s- Witch? Annie yes, Witch? exactly.
0: I sat on an awkward chair next to her once.
1: Was the chair awkward or were you?
0: The chair, both. Well, <laughs> it was a tiny little chair, but anyhow.
1: Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: She seems great.
1: She was great. I watched uh, J-Lo get fed a piece of chicken by one of her handlers like while she was in hair and makeup or no she was out of hair and makeup but somebody with their bare hands just touching. fed her chicken breast and she didn't want to use a fork or a plate and I was like oh man this is what it's like to be famous that's what it's going to be for you yeah. that's what I
0: mean when <laughs> I sense your moment
1: oh okay. great I can't wait
0: people just approaching your mouth with chicken.
1: next, next year hands. I will not be eating with my own cutlery on my own plates it will be handlers feeding me protein perfect
0: What's the matter with me? Mark my words. <laughs> it is something to look forward to.
1: I know. Yeah. <laughs> when I can be, like, so, so, like, eccentric, like, is that, fame buys you the ability to be, like, a fucking, like, whack job, crazy yeah. person, but you're so gorgeous and have so much money and power that people are like, well, yeah. we'll endure it.
0: She only eats chicken from a hand.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's great.
0: <laughs> well, now, so, you know what, you have a... Uh, area picked out in LA that you're gonna live.
1: I think that's the thing that has like uh, made it difficult for me to commit to a lease. Actually, because yeah. I uh, I do like subleases whenever I'm there. Um,
0: sure. Always like they're we, the best.
1: Generally like <laughs> the East Side. You know, I stayed east in side. Atwater yeah. Village with friends. It's pretty nice. And it was really cozy. Yeah. I stay in Los Feliz. All my friends are there. So you know, I stayed in Silver Lake. I have stayed in Echo Park.
0: Just don't live downtown. I, I lived downtown when oh. I was there, and it's, it's like living here. Right. You could live in a downtown, a kind of crummy downtown, anywhere in the country. And there, I should have lived in, near the ocean, or on a oh, hill, or yeah. where people live. But downtown, it's not, they say it's cool, but I'm going to advise you.
1: Well, it's cool to hang out there. She'll um,
0: go have an expensive drink
1: down there.
0: Yeah, see some
1: the, art. Fine. Almost will yourself to suicide because you can't find a parking spot. That's what's fun. That's right. Although they have the new Ace Hotel down there, it's really oh, in the old
0: Theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's a it's a very, very nice roof. Well, and a very nice roof. Nice place to get a there drink. There
0: are some nice roofs yes. in downtown LA.
1: But, uh, no, there's also, like, the kind of third-world poverty just a block away. A few steps away. It is, like, the most extreme homelessness I've ever seen yeah. in this country.
0: I live down there right at 4th and Main, so right oh, okay. a block from Skid Row.
1: Yeah, that Skid Row is, like, not but,
0: a joke. No, that's that's definitely, that's, um, as you said, as it's, if somewhere other than this country. Yeah,
1: it's... Good it's job, shocking. America. Good yeah, job. Going. <laughs> way, way to abandon our mentally ill...
0: And then they'd have, like, Spider-Man would be down there. So a million people having a, a plate, a gigantic table full of bagels that yeah. nobody could possibly ever eat, right. and they're filming this fantasy, okay. meanwhile.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh.
0: Sorry. That's crap services. <laughs> Not for you, friends.
1: Yeah, we're going to throw this in the dumpster before we give this to you.
0: Oh, it's tough. Yeah. It's bleak sometimes. Yeah. But now, so you've been going back and forth for pilot season.
1: I've been going back and forth for even more than that now. Oh, I, originally, just, just, just originally to I was enjoy
0: the bi-coastal lifestyle.
1: Well, enjoy is a great word to use. I don't know if it's accurate. Uh, no, I was originally going out for like three month spells for pilot season, but now I go out for jobs and when I have shoots. Or I went out last um, August for like a film, uh, a film I had done, had like a little was in a festival, so I went out for that. And then in September I went out to do some pitching on a pilot I'd written with someone. So now I'm just, like, going, I need to live there. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. I just don't live there. I mean, I live there. I'm saying I live there because of my my agents or managers are listening to this. And they will, I'm sure. I'm casting. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I live there. I live there. Yeah. But, to, you know, my family knows it. My friends here know I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <With> but my agents <laughs> and managers, guys, I live there. I live in L.A. Okay, guys?
0: <laughs> we'll do an edit of this just for managers. Great. And then we'll do another one for family. Perfect. So that. <laughs> that should go well. Um, and you, you find that uh, uh, pilot? I've never participated in that. Oh. Or, nor will I probably ever. What is the? What is that experience? Well,
1: it is a nightmare, and it it's been slowly. I mean, it's changing. It's not. I think what it was years and years ago before I participated in it, which was, you know, like, a bunch of nobodies could eventually get cast as a pilot. Yeah. But now. You know the television renaissance whatever like there is barely any room for somebody with minimal credits to yeah. get on a show so you'll get a ton of auditions and you you know have to like especially for a woman you have to look like a gorgeous model even if you're auditioning for comedies so you you wake up you're given nine pages of sides the night before memorize them perfectly get yourself looking, like, as fuckable as possible, even if you're a comedian. That's
0: um, the Which means, like,
1: you're going in on these, like, comedic auditions and girls are wearing, like, seven-inch heels. Yeah. Um, and their hair is, like, blown out. And they look fuckable. And then you're in the room for two seconds. And then you hope, and that's it. And then you, like, read on deadline two days later that it's been on offer to, like, a celebrity. Right. Which is not to be bitter about it. I think that pilot season is a great way to like improve your auditioning skills. Right. You, you end up memorizing a ton of sides in a short amount of time. And people see you. Yeah, and you meet yep. new casting people and you go in. And so there's a kind of adrenaline that I haven't been doing it long enough that I'm bitter yet. Yeah. But I can see how if you've been yeah. doing this for seven years and haven't booked a show, it's excruciating. Yeah,
0: I think I've been on maybe four auditions and I'm already bitter. Oh, really? That was enough for me. I could I couldn't take that le- the 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 rejection uh, which I've talked about on this show uh, is is extensive. Once it gets down to just trying to act with your belly and not being able to communicate even with just a body part, it's a, it's humiliating. A bit. Well, to I, the point that I don't and that's not what I'm interested in.
1: I just refuse to feel bad for Unless myself.
0: Unless my managers need agents, <laughs> agents are listening and I'm interested, <laughs> I'll do anything. Um, Put me on a boat.
1: I don't know, like. Again, I look at this as my job. Like, uh, I want to work and I want to collaborate with really talented people. So I'm, like, at a place where, like, I'm not going to feel bad for myself for choosing a career that nobody begged me to do. That's right. Like, I'm not going to go, oh, woe is me. I'm an actor. Uh, I, I chose this thing, my calling. Instead of like being a like a doctor or right. like a social worker or somebody who actually helps people, right. this is the most selfish job in all of life. You're not going. Ways.
0: You're not going down okay. to the mines.
1: Right. So, uh, so I treat it like professionally. It's my job to show up on time and to give a performance. And if I get the role, great. If I don't, I wasn't right for it. And like that's right. the extent that I like try to make myself. Crazy. There's been a few times where I was really close to a role. Yep. And I really enjoyed the character and I love the script and it would have. You know, you like. You're a little invested. you marinate on like the hy- hypothetical of it would be great to work on that show with that cast and that writer or that producer? And then you're like, oh, I didn't get that. That seems like a disappointing. It's like a loss of an opportunity that seems cool. Right. But, well, I mean, there's always going to be another That's audition. It.
0: That's what it is. Right. Well, <laughs> it just seems like you're in a healthy place, though.
1: I mean, it Your seems like, like it. it.
0: <laughs> you at this cafe, you're doing great. It seems like it. <laughs> but you're, you're a, a good kid from Westchester, Carrie. I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm from Westchester, two words. Did you know oh, we existed? Oh, in Pennsylvania. In yes, that's right. I do, you yes. had to I'm put a, up with I mean, all for a while.
1: Uh, yeah, I was uh, born in Brooklyn and then uh, raised oh, outside oh, of boy. the city. Melonides? Uh, <laughs> no, i
0: No, I'm at the hospital. <laughs> No. I'm glad you said that. Oh word. my God, what that's hilarious. Mamaroneck. That's a tough one when yeah. you're looking at it. Mamaroneck? Uh, no. No, Mamaroneck, like yep. uh,
1: Native American, I guess. Yeah. That's what they call them. Best pizza in the world, folks. Sal's Pizzeria. Uh oh. Um.
0: Do you ever call it the Dub C? What's Dub C? Westchester.
1: No. Who calls American? it the Dub C?
0: Well, it, it, in the two words, we call it. The, the oh dub C, C like double
1: w- dub is w- in W. C is in Chester. You remember yeah.
0: that WB network?
1: Yes. They had that frog. Yes.
0: And they used to say W W W B.
1: Oh, I don't that think that I watched movie. hard enough. <laughs> well
0: I gather that at the at the Warner Brothers offices, they made people answer the phones by saying, Hello, wwwb
1: They did not. <laughs> did they, they really?
0: Did. I believe they did.
1: That's like that's, like, kind of more cruel and unusual punishment than prison. <laughs> yes. But that's, like, really. Oh, that, like, really will take the dignity out of someone. That's
0: power, though, to have grown adults. Yeah. To, you know, say something like
1: <laughs> Oh, my God. That's just, like, a prank on their existence right there. That's not nice.
0: What would you make people say?
1: If they were answering they my they worked huh? at
0: Nuremberg Incorporated.
1: Basically. Um... I don't know, and I'm an improviser, so I should be having more fun with this question. But then I just got into, like, actual mode. I was like, what if I ever have my own business? And then I actually have an assistant. Like, I'm taking it, like, too seriously. Um, You've reached the Megan zone. Go for it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, I like uh, that. Uh, you're going to get some resumes. Yeah, all right. Restaurant. If you want to be
1: my assistant and you <laughs> answer my phone, you reach the Megan zone. Go uh, for do it. that
0: and serve the chicken to yeah. you. You'll be fine. <laughs> that's a, that's a, Mine would be, oh, my goodness. Just, oh, that's everyone. cute. That's kind of the catchphrase of the folksy. program. It's folksy. It's folksy. Yeah, yeah, are, Oh, you're oh my right? goodness.
1: Yours is better
0: than mine. And if I ever had a band, I think I would call it Raised Plow, because then you see those signs on mm. the highway, and you'd always think of me and think of the band.
1: You're like have such good marketing for stuff that just does not exist. That's, right. <laughs> yeah. That's his whole enterprise. Be, yeah. I do that too. I'm always like, what would my MC name be if I were like a rapper? Yeah. And? Uh, uh, rich and Tasty, sweet and rich. It's always like something with a tasty yeah. like
0: that draws a young yeah, people in, yeah. doesn't
1: it? It's just it always has to do with like a food flavouring. <laughs> like sweet and spicy.
0: How was your cranberry Danish there?
1: Oh my god, it's so good! This place is the bomb. Okay. You haven't I'm eaten your macaron yet. I will eat the macaron.
0: Oh, don't you worry. Um, you ever, uh, 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 you ever date anybody in a band?
1: Uh, yes, I have. In high school, I, yeah. I had a thing for drummers for a while, and you know that Loco song, "Fall in Love with a Drummer." I did like drummers yeah. for a while. But, uh, my old, one of my older brothers was in a band. All growing up, he's a musician, and he was in a funk band, and he had bandmates. and I remember having a crush on one of his best friends who played the bass. Um, and that, that was, was pretty good. Yeah, and then uh, no, I dated a a drummer in a band when I was a freshman in high school, and he was a senior. It was very chaste. He didn't want to go to jail. And um, and then that was uh, that was it. That was enough band for me, and then never again.
0: I think, I I don't think I have. I've dated a dancer, a punk, punk rock waitress, uh, oh, no, I dated somebody. It was a dulcimer <laughs> player. The
1: punk rock waitress, like, spit in your food? What makes her punk rock? So,
0: uh, it was uh, kind of a diner known for their uh, oh, the gowns and tattoos. Gotcha. This kind of thing.
1: All right, uh, sassy.
0: high bangs.
1: Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. A little too much as far as that goes. but. Uh,
1: no, I'm a chuckle fucker.
0: Oh, oh a la- laughter person.
1: I'm a chuckle fucker. The, I, I like comedians. <laughs> that's the word for it. Yeah. I
0: haven't uh, heard that probably <laughs> for good reason. <laughs>
1: No, it's like a real thing. Like uh, that's, that's comedian it. groupies are known as fuckers. And
0: when you're a comedian to comedian, it must it can't be the same thing, can
1: it? I don't know. I, I have the shame that I am one. Whether I or not other people I consider me one. Think you're gonna
0: break that, because that's just a meeting of equals. You're like two
1: eagles <laughs> flying up into the air. We're endangered. And we're falling <laughs> and endangered. <laughs> we're endangered because we'll never we'll never commit and we'll never procreate because comedians don't want babies. <laughs> just
0: kidding. It's a lot to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, it just um, got, like,
1: so loud in here.
0: It's just increased. Yeah. They know we're doing a podcast. They're There's singing. There's the uh, uh, cones of Dunn and whatever they're playing they're back pl- there. there.
1: are people playing, like, a full game of Magic the Gathering at a table beh- behind us. And I was saying earlier that, like, it made me feel like Revenge of the Nerds, except I'm the jock who's going, nerds! You
0: but just want to lift that whole table.
1: <laughs> I do, but I'm
0: <laughs> not... not <the> dice. <laughs> I'm, I'm no, no bully,
1: lover. but I'm like, what would happen? <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, well, so the, the dulcimer player gal, just, you ever dated, did you go to any folk festivals?
1: Oh, hell no. Uh, no, that Sorry. wasn't your scene. <laughs> no.
0: Uh, no. As I said, I'm a little older than you, <laughs> and uh, I grew up in that kind of folk circuit, mm-hmm. and so the, the appeal of a dulcimer player uh, is great for me, and I, I dated this gal for just a couple of nights. <laughs> She would just, was just so boring. <laughs> just so boring. Nothing to offer. Nothing to talk about. And she had a... Uh, I hope you won't be offended if I say that she had a nice rack.
1: Well, yeah, a lot of... I'm, uh, I'm not offended. I, that I believe was, that... That
0: was the appeal. The many,
1: men are attra- many men are attracted to women based on physical features alone. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, I'm aware of that <laughs> in nature.
0: <laughs> well, I couldn't get past it because I needed a gal to talk about real stuff. Um... And, uh, and and and.
1: You think you want that, and then the second a gal starts talking about real stuff, you fucking shut down. You guys say like, oh, I'm looking for something a little bit more in depth. I want, I want like you know, dimension. I want a well-rounded. I want a woman who's intelligent. Yeah. I can tell you something as an intelligent woman. I have found that men do not want that at a certain point. No, <laughs> just just uh, be intelligent to a. To quietly intelligent. Yeah. Be radiate
0: in, intelligence. Radiate
1: intelligence, but actually don't. it's true like you should a truly a truly intelligent person uh, doesn't make anybody else feel stupid
0: that's Uh, some uh, wisdom uh, right there I'm just gonna let that sit yeah
1: if you're really smart you don't use your intelligence to belittle or make somebody else feel like they're not as smart as you
0: yeah you play the kind of Magic Johnson role elevate everyone yeah assist
1: yeah that's real intelligence probably Still haven't really learned how to do that Because I'm condescending No, just kidding (laughs) kidding.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, as I said, we're not going to get into this fully Okay But I want to just acknowledge this as a real thing that's gone on Because of something that uh, that has gone on for me That I want to acknowledge But you talk about real stuff and all that, and uh, if people want to go check out your episode of Totally Lame, another podcast, with Elizabeth Lame, it's a wonderful thing, and and, uh, uh, as I said, we're not going to get into the full story, but we are both uh, not without sadness in our lives and have experienced things, and uh, I, from an early age, felt a tremendous sense of, of loss, which at this moment in a busy cafe sounds like a... Kind of a funny thing to talk about, but I've always carried around a little pocket-sized uh, dark cloud, and sometimes that cloud is bigger and sometimes it's not. But I like to think that I've found ways to incorporate that just into my being, that people know that I'm informed and a person that feels things, and that has informed my, uh, my comedic endeavors as well. Um, And even before I heard uh, that that episode and what you've gone through, I lost a a, a dear friend back from the old days in elementary school. Oh, really? This podcast was very different then, of course, just a Um, (laughs) reel-to-reel. Interviewed some of my teachers and my classmates and uh, some of the staff at Hershey Park. I don't know if you've ever been down there. I have been there. Old town smells like chocolate. It's delicious. More towns should smell like chocolate.
1: Yeah, but then everybody's, like, always hungry and eating, and they don't know why, and then, like, cut to, like... Fifty pounds later, the town is just has diabetes. Just rolling around. Yeah.
0: A lot of mobility carts. A lot of personal mobility devices. But I got to uh, uh, to think about this a little bit, and and uh, it's just on my mind because uh, the memorial is, is happening, and I'll say a few words there. But uh, that that pain of losing somebody, it's really etched into you.
1: It's
0: <laughs> it's uh, it's like a landmark or a phenomenon of nature to me, like a Grand Canyon. Mm. And you go down there sometimes, and you look in the immensity of it, and you can't believe that it exists, but it does, and that it will always exist, and that you may fly away somewhere. You may go to L.A., you may go to Portland or something like that, (laughs) but the Grand Canyon of of that experience is there. And other people, let's face it, that other losses, not necessarily people. It could be animals, but some of those would be less, like the South of the Border billboards or a Little America <laughs> or, you know, one of these uh, kinds of things, that Redwood that you drive through. Do you ever do that?
1: Uh, I haven't, oh, but go. I have been to South of the Border many times yeah, as so, a child. We used to drive to mean. Florida.
0: <laughs> You see them all the billboards.
1: Oh, we leave. stayed at South of the Border. My how family nice would stop. We insisted we would drive to Florida in a van because um, we were like the Beverly Hillbillies of Westchester. Oh, that's a good thing. But except without money. But we were like <laughs> kind of like how are we living in Westchester? But we drive to Florida to see Grandma in a in a van, and we would stay at South of the Border, which for listeners, if you don't know, is a goddamn like garbage bin of humanity that's made to look like, I don't even know. like Mexican? It's supposed to be Mexican. It's basically just like when we were going uh, as kids, it was pretty much like, was it racist on the cusp of racism? Like all these sombreros. uh, We would buy illegal fireworks there.
0: It was kind of in the time of Speedy Gonzalez being an acceptable character. Exactly, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, we stayed there. But as kids, it was like, our fantasy land. It was we loved
0: it. What were the rooms decked out like? Little bu- like poncho things? Uh,
1: Mexican no, blankets? They, it was. They were like uh, gross motels. Oh, that's nice. It was like not nice. Like
0: the kind you'd find in Mexico. But it presumably. was like
1: better than our van. <laughs> <laughs> and our, va- our van was like a cruising van. Uh, yeah. It was like a comfy, plush van. But we were like, we're staying in a hotel. Like I loved it. I loved to travel as a kid. I loved to eat at like roadside places. So it was cool.
0: I I never got to go.
1: Oh, yeah, it was awesome.
0: (laughs) Well, anyhow. Which I've
1: totally sidetracked your... No, I think I was just
0: comparing us to planets. I think that's all I was was doing.
1: And
0: what I guess I was trying to say is that... um, I am thankful for having gone through that. I have to be thankful uh, for the compassion and the understanding and the the, the freedom that I experienced following a great loss. And and someday I may even get over my divorce.
1: But <laughs> there's <laughs> Here's lots to work on. Here's there's hoping. I had
0: some good therapists though. Really? By good, I mean characters that could become. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, just
1: wild. See, I um. I have, like, such commitment issues, for real, that I can't even... Um, I'm such a commitment foe that, like, I can't make decisions to even, like, break up with people a lot yeah. of the time or, like, um, or break up with my therapist, for example. So, like, I've been with my therapist since 2005. And, like, I love her, and it's great, but, like, I, I'm sure I could benefit from seeing other therapists or trying a different relationship with a therapist. And I'm like, but I don't want to make... The committed decision to leave her. Right. So I stay.
0: Listen, I had a cousin like 30 years with the same therapist. How's he,
1: she doing? Right? I
0: would think about moving on.
1: you got to switch it up. <laughs> I know.
0: So, well, let's talk about just this a little bit. Okay. Uh, you, I talked to so many great talents from the upright Citizens Brigade. Oh, yes. Probably I'm getting a reputation I should mix it up myself and not just me. But there's so many great people that are there, and uh, is that something that for you held um, a transformative uh, uh, was that a transformative experience going through that? Oh,
1: totally, totally like, yeah it was like my community Yeah, in a lot of ways still is some of my best friends for life are from that theater And Um, once
0: you get sort of in that boiling cauldron of UCB you get just mixed into the stew, don't you? You get called into all different kinds of projects
1: Oh, absolutely, I mean It really—I have to credit it for like a lot of the work I get and do, only because of the skills it gave me, the networking. um, People who went through that, you know, the training with me, or I did shows with, or came up with—they're running their own shows now, and they hire the people that they like. Like, it's—it's a a real community. Everybody really works with each other from those relationships. Um, It's—it was great
0: seems fantastic. One of the things that you did was this Escape from Brooklyn show. Yes. Was that last year or something?
1: That was last year with uh, Sue Galloway, who's one of the funniest people alive. Absolutely. And uh, she's on my, uh, I'm on her improv team, actually, because she was on it way before I was, law firm. is the weekend team, and she's just the funniest person. And yeah, so we made this web series together. Yeah.
0: Becky Yamamoto was in it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's
1: another one of my favorites.
0: She's been yeah. on this show, and then, along with a lot of other people, that just never got back to me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay.
0: It's terrific. Um, what I wanted to just call out, though, is there's so many brilliant pauses in that show. Oh, there's that- these really beautiful, quiet moments, just awkward, just happening. And you, it's not something you could necessarily like just listen to. You really... <laughs> have to pay attention because so much is happening in those big Just oh. it's wonderful oh, and thank rare thank you
1: I'm glad you noticed that because sometimes you sometimes you make like a creative decision and you're like and you get it in your brain it's yeah. like that's funny and I know why and I trust my taste but you just hope the audience understands that it's deliberate and not just weird for the sake of.
0: Right, you need it to be longer. Accidental,
1: yeah. You want your weirdness <laughs> to be deliberate and have yes. people get that. So that's nice to hear.
0: Well, time. Well, time. I think more should, more web series should have pants fashion shows <laughs> happening. Will Hines, right? Is that yeah, who yeah. And you know, I have trouble finding pants. Which I won't get into necessarily, because I've talked about it extensively on Twitter and on this podcast. Really?
1: <laughs> Try being a woman.
0: <laughs> I would like to, because I think that it would it would be a little bit easier than trying to find a pants my size in Soho. They just don't <laughs> carry it. And I don't know. Oh. You see me. I'm not an unusual looking person. No, you're you no, very
1: normal I'm like
0: right in the middle.
1: Well, don't. A, I'll give you some tips. Yeah. Don't go shopping in Soho. Okay. Pretty much ever. Ever. Because it is like a tourist nightmare. Yeah. I mean, I guess go on, like, a Tuesday at, like, 10 (laughs) a.m., but otherwise, I don't know. It's it's going to be rough. Uh,
0: (laughs) If there's any husky fellas listening to this show today, follow that advice. Yeah, don't
1: go to Soho. Um, I like to not go shopping for clothes, (laughs) unless I absolutely have to. I don't go online at all. I can't. I have to touch a fabric and I have to try stuff on. I see. I will not buy, I do not buy anything online. I, I have to like be in physical contact with it for me to commit to buying it. Yeah. Um, you
0: like the vintage clothes? I
1: like vintage a lot. Yeah. So like there's actually this store in LA that I've been getting the majority of my wardrobe from lately. Because um, it's it's like a vintage store that's not expensive at all. Yeah. And I know that I could get all that clothing for a lot cheaper at a Goodwill, but it's right in like the $30 mark for every piece. That's pretty good. And it's washed and it's clean. So I'm like, all right, this is like all used clothing, but like it feels kind of new and it fits good.
0: That's how I feel, minus the fits good part about Ross yeah. Dress for Less, which is my main provider of clothes when I was out there in LA. Oh, yeah?
1: I've never yeah. been to that store. You've never been? I've never been to Ross Dress for Less.
0: Well, if we ever do another episode okay. of my web series, I'd like to take you to Ross Dress okay. for Less, and that'll be our experience Oh, my together. God.
1: A shopping, a shopping web uh, wait, web series or podcast? I'm like, which one?
0: Well, it could be either Yeah. If you want to, but...
1: I really don't love shopping anymore, though. No. Because... I feel like if I had the budget, because, like, I used yeah. to really be into, like, fashion. Just, I appreciate it creatively. But I'm like, ugh, if I had the budget to really do it, god damn, I yeah. would I would be a hoarder. I would be a hoarder. It's good I don't. It's good I don't. No,
0: I, I feel the same way. I'd have hundreds of teal suits. <laughs> so, uh, with the series, though, it ends on a kind of a cliffhanger. Yes. Is there plans to do to do more? With well, we it, left it
1: Well, we left it open because we were like we wanted to do a second season and, and um, we didn't want to like shut the door on it. Because I've been back and forth so much, and Sue has a baby, yes. a very sweet nice baby. It's been a little bit harder to coordinate, but I don't think uh, I don't think we've ruled out doing another um, season just because we love working together and um, it was really fun to do. So, but yeah, maybe it would be Escape from L.A. She and her husband are in New York right now, uh-huh. pretty firmly planted. So,
0: yeah. All right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll figure something out.
0: <laughs> I was just out there uh, last week, and I was reminded of my first time there, and I didn't, I didn't know it. I didn't. I thought, well, I'll just go explore the city, which of course you can't do because the city is hundreds of miles across. L.A. Here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, in L.A., and so I, I got in the taxi at a few hours. I said well, take me to the man's Chinese theater, which is quite a distance from the airport as everything oh, is yeah. So it drops me off there. It's like the worst place.
1: It's the Times Square <laughs> of LA. Right. What are you thinking? Right. It
0: was the worst place. Anyhow, I ended up at a pizza. I had to, I had many Scientology tests just crossing the the Hollywood there. Oh yeah e
1: meter? Yeah yeah I
0: had to put my hands on things and uh, then I ended up in a nice pizza place waiting for hours. until I called my friend who worked at the FBI. This is a condensed this version is of the real? story. And then she was going on a date to Universal Studios and so we went over there for dinner. It was a while, but that was my first experience of L.A.
1: I can't believe you ate pizza in L.A. <laughs> it's like the one thing they cannot get right. <laughs> it,
0: was, it wasn't good. It was yeah, it's yeah, not mean, good. Spoiler alert, it wasn't yeah. good. Um, but I'm glad you're heading out there. It's a place oh. full of magic. You ever go to the Magic Castle?
1: I did. I got to go, um, maybe it was like Three or four years ago, before I was even, like, going for pilot season, uh, yeah. I went. And that was really cool. It smells this a smell. little
0: bit like Superman.
1: I mean, it's a lot of old... Uh, it's older. It smells like it smells like magicians. It's weird. <laughs> but it was cool. It's, like, the perfect, uh, it's the perfect like, weird experience. Yeah. Like, classy, but also, like, sad, haunted, weird.
0: Yes. <laughs> Which and is, for-
1: like, kind of LA.
0: <laughs> and uh, you have any... If everything breaks the way I think it's going to... Oh. You'll have a chance to take a, a vacation somewhere? Where would your dream vacation be? Oh, my God.
1: this is a great question because I never take vacation because I'm always trying to get a job. Yep. My full-time job is trying to get jobs, and I have, like, the total terror that if I take a vacation, I'll miss an opportunity. And my life is kind of like a vacation because, like, right now I'm not working. Like, today I'm not working, and I slept late, but... Oh, my God. Where would I go? Well, I, I mean, whoa. I really want to see the world so bad. I really love traveling. I have had a real intrigue with Istanbul and Turkey for a while. I really want to see that city. I love cities. Um, I would love to go to Buenos Aires because I've heard that's really gorgeous. Yeah. Um, you were just in Nashville. I went to Nashville for a gig. Um, I don't know that I'd go to a place in the United States for my vacation. Um, and then, like you know, friends are like, "Go to Hawaii. It's so gorgeous." And, yeah. But I'm not. I'm not as comfortable on like a beach vacation. Yeah. I like I like a place I yeah. can sort of walk around. So, and I do want to go to Asia really badly, um, like. I like food so much. I'm like Singapore is supposed to have great food, and Hong Kong, and Tokyo. So yeah, I just want to go everywhere.
0: So it sounds like a world tour that you're gonna have. Oh like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll have to pick one place and just do it. Also, I've never been to Israel. I'd love to go. Oh sure. To Israel again, really good food. Get
0: on the kibbutz. Yeah.
1: No, I'd want to wanna do like something. this. I'd want to do like Tel Aviv. I want to do the city.
0: The real deal. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: And also, that's like beach oh, and city. Go. There you go. Maybe I got to do that
0: it's like Miami with farms.
1: <laughs> is that what it is? I've been I know, to Miami.
0: I, I think that in, uh, in my mind that's what it is.
1: Maybe that's hilarious.
0: And a lot of people saying, "Oh wow." Or just for no uh, Oh, there's a lot. T- yeah.
1: yeah, I'm sh- Is
0: is Isra- Israeli for no? No, I have I had some uh, very fine relationships with uh, Israeli uh, and people and uh, I think about them finally. <laughs> well, uh uh I was in Nashville. I spent the night at Barbara Mandrell's Law Cabin.
1: Really? Yeah. How'd you work that out?
0: Uh, uh, she got a pink marble bathroom.
1: Ugh, she knows how to live. She knows <laughs> how to live.
0: So we have to put some of you. That's on my vision board. A pink ba- marble bathroom.
1: Can I tell you something? It sounds gorgeous, Yeah. but then like, there's the like neurotic grandma in me who's like, oh my God, you would slip and crack your skull and yeah. that's the end of you.
0: Yeah. But what a way to go out. I know,
1: right?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I wanna uh, the water out there in LA though, you got a way to deal with that? I always break out when oh. I get out there. Oh, just not special soaps.
1: Not drinking it. Not Is that drinking what you mean? it, and
0: when you wash your face, you might want to get some dermalogica soap.
1: Oh, really? Kind of yeah. Can I tell you something? I think it's my toothpaste. I don't know why I'm saying this on a podcast, but I've been using this whitening toothpaste and yeah. it's making my like lip chapped and cracked. Yeah. And it started in LA, yeah. and now, and then I went off it, and then it healed, and now I'm using the toothpaste again, and it's back. So maybe it's the toothpaste. I don't know, but that's, that's the only dermatological problem. If anybody knows, I'm getting this, like, cracked corner in my lip. It comes and it goes. Is it nutritional? Am I, you know, do I have some kind of... Oh, I just, I really hope it's not HIV. Well, pe- I, we,
0: <laughs> okay. we, I think we all hope that. And uh, people can just what, uh, tweet to you.
1: Yeah, what do, okay. I, do I do about this cracked chaplet? I it's not a cold sore. It is a cracked chop lip. Okay, guys? I believe
0: it. And uh, what? You were doing seven minutes or something? Are you Are going to have use that for a gig? You said you wanted to come out Oh, uh, yeah. Uh,
1: yes. You saw my Facebook post where I was I looking did. for uh, to hop on some shows to do just seven minutes of stand-up. I'm a little bit superstitious, so anyway, I got okay. a little audition okay. for something cool. Am I? Cool. Good. So I just wanted to practice my stand-up set, and I got a bunch of people who let me on their shows, which was great. Um, my favorite fucking thing about Facebook is when you post like something earnest looking for help you just get a, a string of like bits and half bits yeah. and unhelpful responses <laughs> and when I say I fucking love it I mean I hate it which is just like I literally had some guy ask like if anybody can let me hop on their show cool thanks so much right. one guy's like is it any good uh, <laughs> this person who I do not know responds on my question uh, asking if my stand up any good
0: <laughs> and that I feels, that feels right
1: Yeah, don't engage. But I wanted to be like, it's better than your question. (laughs) (laughs) my stand up is better than your unnecessary question. The unhelpful. Zing. (laughs) I know. Oh, I (laughs) love Literally, like, my memoir is going to be called Zingers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All I want to do is (laughs) zing people.
0: (laughs) Oh, I love it. I'll certainly pick it up. Now, you don't have a website.
1: Ugh, another complaint. No, it's not a complaint, (laughs) but I internalize it because, like, it's stupid that I don't. I mean, my, you don't
0: have to. No, it's I fine. do have
1: to. It's dumb that I don't. It's bad for my career. I, I don't have a website. Um, again, that uh, my website is kind of like Twitter. It's where I promote my that's, shows. That's great. It's pretty much.
0: And that's at Megan Neuringer. Yes. It's amp at.
1: It's at sign. I got it
0: now. Megan it. It.
1: The ampersand means It's amp.
0: That means and. And. I've yeah. been using it wrong. That's it's okay. A one.
1: Well, it's good to learn stuff. I hope I didn't make you feel stupid when I taught you. You're less, just kidding. No, I really
0: any opportunity to learn. That's what yeah. this whole show is about.
1: I thought I honestly thought that you were like <laughs> joking on purpose. And let's it. go with that. Yeah no I thought it was like a deliberate joke.
0: That's good. that's what I wanted Own that. I wish yes. that I had not said anything else about it <laughs> <laughs> And what where can people see you next? you got any shows coming up? You I, to tell
1: people? Uh, well I have this audition show uh, Saturday night. when does this come out?
0: It'll be a, a next week.
1: Oh so the show will have passed. Um, and no, it
0: will have been wonderful. I'm sure.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. I have a show tonight at the UCB with law firm. That's uh-huh. Friday nights at 10:30.
0: But when do you head back to LA?
1: I think I have to go next week. Okay. My manager wants me there today. All right. Um, but I have to, I'm shooting something in Philly on Tuesday. This is really boring my little LA agenda, and then I probably have to go to LA next week right after that.
0: Listen, that's what it is. Yes, yeah. that's, that's the job, and I appreciate you taking some time to oh no to tell me about it. It's happy. been really wonderful.
1: Oh, it's really... I live in the air, folks. I live on an airplane. It's, it's great.
0: <laughs> you know who I saw on the flight coming back here? I, went, I was out in L.A. John Hodgman.
1: Oh, really? So
0: I saw him and you know, first class for John Hodgman, by the way. Maybe you are, too. I don't know. I'm just saying I was, you know, as I expected. I'm not saying I, he should be back there in, with me in the coach. But I, I know I know who he is. We have a lot of... We have corresponded a little bit, and he follows me on the Twitter. Oh, that's great. And, and I... I tweeted like I see John Hodgman. Good, good, safe travels, my friend, something mm-hmm. like that. But I don't think he he saw it. And then I get on, and you know, you have to walk past the people in first oh, class. Of course, you
1: definitely have to walk past first class on your way to the dumpster that is coach.
0: So I'm trying to make eye contact with him and and nod like this, like I acknowledge who you are, and hey, we, we could be friends someday. And he gives me an icy stare, and then quickly looks away. Oh. Which is okay. We do not know each other, but icy. <laughs> It was cold, like he does not want to be oh. he does not want to engage with anybody. He's certainly not an eager fanboy. But it's the kind of thing when you see somebody, and then you are then we're waiting for the limo together, and we're waiting for the bags. you know, it's oh. just the whole rest of the trip was just us together, me not saying hello. And then finally, he favorited the tweet of, of that I sent wait, six hours were ago. Were
1: you yeah. on a work trip together and just separated? By no, no, no. wait, oh. wait, just that <laughs> would be even worse. That, I was like, wait, this <laughs> we, story just got insane. We spent the week together. <laughs> I was like, you were working, and he didn't. Um, I did a commercial with him a bunch of years ago, and yeah. I, I in his defense, he could not have been kinder. No,
0: that's that's what I. He was
1: he was a gentleman and very um, friendly. But then again, I have the privilege of being a woman. <laughs> Right. I don't get as Which many I'm icy stares. <laughs> I don't that. get as many icy stares if I like give a quick look to like an older gentleman, a, an appreciative look to an older gentleman. I don't usually get an icy stare back. You might be in a different.
0: I mean, yeah. it's all right. It's all right. We're just different people. Yeah. <laughs> so well, anyway, my best to John and all he's yes. doing, and Megan. I wish you all the best. Oh, thank and you. Couldn't, couldn't be happier that you found some time here. Oh, this and, is great. Uh, we'll, we'll relive this moment and everyone else's conversation. <laughs> in this <laughs> it going to be really fun to see what people are
1: doing. I know, right? And thank you for my coffee and my Danish. Oh, yes,
0: I just have to welcome. acknowledge
1: that he treated me, and that was very nice, hey, unnecessary. <laughs>
0: wow. <laughs> well, that's a lot. <laughs>
1: suddenly, night. a thousand dogs just like show up at this cafe.
0: <laughs> that was a high pitched <laughs> one. So, uh, anyhow, that's it. Thank you, Megan. Uh, um, I hope everybody out there will continue to rate and review our our program here, Dale Radio, on iTunes. We've got another great live show coming up, and uh, till next time, I'll be uh, hunkering down and uh, working on my TV pilot. It stars an empty whiskey bottle named Trevor and his emotionally distant turtle wife, Phyllis. Now let's get back to that great music that we all enjoy. Dale Radio is written and produced by James Bewley. Musical director Steve O'Reilly. Season 6 theme song composed and performed by Katie Mullins. Season 6 podcast icon designed by Sunil Mangicanti. Logo treatment for Dale Radio is provided by Daniel Spencer Levine. You can listen to us on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Please remember to rate and review us, follow us on Twitter, or find us on Facebook. Many thanks. You're the best.